Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 1089 of the Juicebox Podcast. On today's podcast, I'll be speaking with Robin. She's 61 years old and has had type 1 diabetes for just over two years. And I cannot wait for you to find out why this episode title is Freeze-Dried Skittles. Nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan. When you place your first order, for AG1 with my link, you'll get five free travel packs and a free year supply of vitamin D. Drink AG1.com slash juice box. Don't forget to save 40% off of your entire order at CozyEarth.com. All you have to do is use the offer code JUICEBOX at checkout. That's JUICEBOX at checkout to save 40% at CozyEarth.com. If you're not already subscribed or following in your favorite audio app, please take the time now to do that. It really helps the show. And get those automatic downloads set up so you never miss an episode. A huge thanks to a longtime sponsor, Touched by Type 1. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at touchedbytype1.org. If you're looking to support an organization that's supporting people with type 1 diabetes, check out Touched by Type 1. Having an easy-to-use and accurate blood glucose meter is just one click away. Contournext.com slash juicebox. That's right. Today's episode is sponsored by the Contour Next Gen Blood Glucose Meter. Hi, Scott. <laughs> My name is Robin, and here we go. Nice. Robin, How? Uh, let's see. How old are you? 61. And how long have you had type 1? A little over two years. Wow, you were diagnosed when you were like 58, 59? Yep, 59. Wow. And you're 61 now. Other autoimmune in your family, or do you have any other autoimmune? Yes. I was digging through my uh, charts, you know, my online where you can go in and look. And I've had, it, it doesn't say Hashimoto's, and it doesn't say... It says actually in my ch in my chart autoimmune hypothyroidism, and I've had that since I was twenty seven. Okay, have you been taking Synthroid the entire time? I have. Do you have any problems at all uh, with medications um, needing to be adjusted, symptoms returning, anything like that through your life? Yeah, every so often, and I can tell when my thyroid is is acting up or my medicine is off, and I just go get a you know blood work and we adjust my meds. What sticks out to you is something that says to you, oh, something's wrong with my thyroid medication. I get it. I'm tired all the time because that's not me. If I'm tired all the time, then I know that, that something is off. Okay. How many times through your life do you think that happened? Oh, probably four, okay. maybe four or five. Have you had children? One. One. Was, ever, was it around the pregnancy at all? Yep. I was 27 when I had him. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that kid gave you click. that kid gave you Hashimoto's. Okay, we figured that out. Now, wait, thanks, you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> was it um, uh, was the Hashimoto's diagnosed after the birth? Yes, that's what happened to Kelly. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She made Arden. Well, I think 
Yeah, I think it was, I think it might have been Arden's birth that really got her. But I'm trying to think back. I'll have to ask her. One day I'll have her on the podcast and I'll ask her. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, and we'll find out if it started happening sooner than that. We can look at pictures and try to figure it out that way. Um, Yeah. Okay, so that's how you've been handling that. Did you put the Hashimoto's together with the type one? Being auto. No, not until I not until I started listening to your podcast. I did not. Okay. And is there other thyroid or issues with autoimmune in your family? Yes. What do you got? My mom has uh, Hashimoto's and she has scleroderma. And my paternal aunt had scleroderma. And my paternal other aunt has Hashimoto's. Um, there is something else. Uh, Raynaud's. My mom doesn't have scleroderma. She has Raynaud's. Your mom has Raynaud's. My, okay. Yep. The scleroderma is the, um, like on the skin, right? Yeah. Your, your skin gets real hard. Like my aunt's fingers were all deformed. She couldn't. And then, uh, she couldn't like pick a pencil up. Her fingers were just gnarly and cold. Like my mom has to wear gloves when she's like getting stuff out of the freezer because it's painful. It's extremely painful. My aunt also had Raynaud's along with the scleroderma. Wow. So if your mom's hands start to get cold, it just runs in that direction and becomes painful and she can't stop it right away. Exactly. Yeah. You can't warm it back up. Um, the scleroderma also like connective tissue, I think too. That's where the kind of like, I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. Yeah. How about that? We'll have to look into it while we're talking. Uh, okay. So, I mean, it's fair to say 59 years old, you thought you were cruising, right? Oh, hell, hell yes. <laughs> I watch my language. Wow. I don't know. If, you, if you curse, we'll just take it out. Don't worry. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about being diagnosed. What was the first thing you noticed and what got you to the doctor? Extreme weight loss. I had lost almost 30 pounds and people had kept telling me, go to the doctor. I'm like, no, I probably have cancer. I'm not going to the doctor. But my mom got me to the doctor. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, they uh, did, do, you know, I'm losing all this weight. So she's like, oh, we're going to have to, you know, adjust your, it's probably your thyroid. So they did the blood work, came back that my A1C was 12.9%. Typical older person diagnosis, put me on metformin. That made me extremely nauseous. So I went back, let's see, I got a timeline here. March 1st of 2021, I started the metformin on March 16th. I went back and taken that anymore. (laughs) So they gave me Genuvia and I was fine on that. And then on April 1st, I had my first meeting with my diabetes nurse educator. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she's reading all this stuff, talking. She's like, "You are not presenting as a type uh, type two. I think you need to get some testing done." So I went back to the doctor on April second. That was the next day. So she gave me Tujeo, so, which is a basal insulin, yep. and started me on fifteen units. That was way too much. <laughs> that was way too much. Yeah. Were you experiencing? Boy, oh boy, were you experiencing any kind of a honeymoon that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Just 15 I units do, in general uh, is too much. You know what, Robin, it surprises me. 
of course, I know you through a tiny little picture, right, on Instagram, uh-huh. on Facebook that you chose probably the way we all chose our pictures. Like, this is the best picture I've ever taken. I'll use this one. But <laughs> but I think of you as a, a, a slender person. Am I? I wa- yep, I was I was slender. So 30 pounds was a lot on me. Yeah. You I were- was probably only like 108. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. And so you, you really did think you had cancer, didn't you? Oh, boy. How come you didn't want to go to the doctor? I don't know. Uh, I know knowledge is power, but ignorance is bliss, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I'm a baby. I run right to the doctor. I'm, I'm like, uh, I, yeah. So so the 15 units, you know, there's a there's a diabetes specialist in the, at the clinic that I go to. She's mostly deals with type 2s. But I called her and I'm like, I'm I mean, one day I was down working in the garden and I said, wow, I feel pretty funny. And that's like, I don't know how many yards that is. I'd have to ask my husband, but it's quite a hike back up to the house. And by the time I got my contour out and I was at 26. So, so I called, I called the clinic. I'm like, I think I'm taking too much insulin. So I didn't, cause I didn't have an endo appointment until July 19th. Yeah, That was as soon as they could get me in. So, so you're just shooting the the basal insulin at that point. Yep. Yeah. But that was way too much. 50. I mean, way. <laughs> I mean, are you still around 110 pounds or have you put some weight back? Well, I initially, once I got on the Novolog and the, and the Tugeo, I got back up to about 97 mm-hmm. for about, uh, four or five days. And phew, I'm, I'm stuck at 85 pounds. I am stuck here. I eat and eat and eat, and I cannot gain weight. Robin, Robin, you went from like 130 pounds to 85? No, 108. 108, my... excuse me, to, to 85. Um, yep. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, How tall are you? You must be three feet tall. <laughs> uh, nope, I'm too tall for my weight. I'm five foot one. Okay, wow. And so you would like to have more weight. I'm trying. Yeah, no kidding. Yes. Well, that's interesting. 20 pounds would be fantastic. Is it possible you've got too much Synthroid? Could you be nope, on the- I, I Nope, I get tested. Um, every six months I get tested for the the thyroid and the A1C. Yeah, that's excellent, by the way. I'd like to say I hope everybody with a thyroid issue is getting tested every six months. Wow. Okay, well, good luck. I'll have to take you out to dinner and see <laughs> see what we can get accomplished. Okay, so they adjust your basal insulin. You finally get to the doctor in July. What is, I mean, that's kind of the real beginning of your journey, I guess. What What did you yeah, yeah, do? Yeah, because she walks in and she says, any concerns? I said, I need to I need to gain some weight. She said, don't worry, I'll make you fat. It's like, okay, here we go. And she gave me Novolog, said, take this 15 minutes before you eat. That was I was, I'm amazed that people aren't told to pre-bolus because that's one of the first things she said to me. Hmm. Um, I was on a one to 40 ICR insulin to carb ratio. Yep. And, and I think I was down to nine units of Tijeo by then. I just kept lowering myself down and down. I, I don't, yeah, that I was going way too low. So. And do you get a pump or are you injecting? Contournext.com slash juice box. That's the link you'll use to find out more about the Contour Next Gen blood glucose meter. When you get there, there's a little bit at the top. You can click right on blood glucose monitoring. I'll do it with you. Go to meters, click on any of the meters. I'll click on the Next Gen, and you're going to get more information. It's easy to use and highly accurate. 
SmartLight provides a simple understanding of your blood glucose levels. And of course, with second chance sampling technology, you can save money with fewer wasted test strips. As if all that wasn't enough, the Contour Next Gen also has a compatible app for an easy way to share and see your blood glucose results. Contournext.com slash juicebox. And if you scroll down at that link, you're going to see things like a buy now button. You could register your meter after you purchase it. Or what is this? Download a coupon. Oh, receive a free Contour Next Gen blood glucose meter. Do tell. Contournext.com slash juicebox. Head over there now, get the same accurate and reliable meter that we use. I didn't get my, let's look at my timeline. I got my Omnipod on September 30th of 2022. So I was MDI until then. Okay. Was it tough being diagnosed during COVID? No. No? Didn't change anything for you as doctor's appointments or anything like that? No, everything was over Zoom. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow, you were no kidding. Except the endo. My endo appointment was was in person. Okay. That's interesting. Yep. I, I, that, that is really interesting, actually. Uh, okay. So you are shooting. You've got your basal down. Things are starting to go better. Do you have them? I'm interested at your, I don't mean this like this, Robin, but at your age, right? You've got like a mm-hmm. like six decades of life experience. Is it is it hard to find out you have type one? Well, I, I lived for... What a month as a type two, and that sucked. And and I have written in the group, I'd rather be a type one than a type two. And people are like, "What? Are you crazy?" I mean, I can eat anything I want as a type one. As a type two, I was struggling. So I guess it, until you've lived it, you don't get it. But yes, it's hard. You had trouble it, because it, of trying to manipulate your diet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you find yourself giving things up? And you wanted them back, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had to. I felt like I had to give up everything, wow. just to keep my blood sugar down. And yeah, I was walking and walking and walking. And yeah, no, I'll, I'll take the insulin. Yeah, how about that? But well, it's it's an interesting perspective. I'm also, I'm also having uh, a lot of experiences with food lately because I'm taking Wegovy for weight loss, right? And at the same time, my wife is taking it. My brother is on Ozempic for his type two. And so like, I'm watching a lot of people who I have close contact with tell stories about the impacts of food and things that they didn't even know were happening in their life prior. And then suddenly you take this medication, which is sort of, you know, turns a switch in your brain, kind of makes you not hungry. I mean, from, for us so far, when you get into the higher doses, food stops having the uh, pizzazz that it had for you before. Like, uh-huh. if, you know, like if there was a thing that you used to eat and your brain was just like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Like if, if that was happening to you, it kind of gets turned down. Like even the flavor of mm. food, like it, it feels like it's muted a little bit. Right. And uh. I mean, I don't know the technical side of it. If my the dopamine's not spiking as much when I'm uh, having these things or if this is what's happening to other people. but once food doesn't have that kind of sway over you, it's interesting to see people go, yeah, yeah, I don't care if I eat that again. It's it's really, really something else, actually. Like, And then to not have that help and then be, just be told, stop eating that. Um, I can see why people can't do that. 
I really, I really mm-hmm. can. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. And it, I don't, I'm not surprised that you had that experience. Um, but anyway, I'm glad you got the correct diagnosis. That's fantastic. It didn't take too long for them to figure it out. No, nope. If it wasn't for the, the diabetes nurse educator. Might've been longer. It might've been longer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. okay. So not, so easier to be a type one than a type two for you because it meant you could just start eating the things you wanted to eat and then covering them with insulin. Are you having success with that? Like how is, how is your health and your outcomes? Well, I, well, my outcomes are great. Um, let's see. Oh, I gotta, I gotta interject here a little bit. Yeah. I did. Um, I, I did use the in pen between MDI. Okay. You know, with, I, I did use the in pen. Um, thank you. I would suggest that to people, um, to go from MDI just to a pump. I think that putting the in pen in there helped me so much to know how to use my, my pump. Yes. It's amazing. That in pen is amazing. Good bridge then for your understanding. Yes. 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 So, but yeah, um, my, my A1C is 4.9. Oh, geez. What do you, when you said you were, when you said I couldn't eat the things I wanted to eat, what were the things you wanted to eat? Just everything. I mean, I eat ice cream every night before I go to bed. All of a sudden, I couldn't have my ice cream. I've been eating ice cream every night before I go to bed for 35, 40 years, you know? <laughs> so, Robin, yeah. what is the best ice cream? I live in northern Michigan, so we have uh, Hudsonville ice cream. Hudsonville. What's and your favorite it's, flavor? It's, it, it's got chunks of brownies in it. Chocolate ice cream with brownies. <laughs> with Hershey's syrup and Cool Whip on top. Well, then, then Robin, I have to ask: Do you like the ice cream, or do you prefer the chocolate? Oh, I prefer the ice cream. Okay, all right. So the the ice cream is helping you deliver all the chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> like or all the chocolates helping me deliver the ice cream. I don't know. <laughs> every night, seriously, you have it every night. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, the last few nights because it's. The strawberry season is ending here, so I've been having strawberry shortcake, but I'll, I'm out of strawberries, so I'll go back to ice cream tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of strawberry. I'm now trying to see if this is some like amazing ice cream that I don't know. Oh, yeah, Hudson. Is it Hudsonville ice yes. cream? Yes. Hudsonville ice cream. Well, they've got a nice website. Oh, I've never never been on yeah, it. Yeah. Oh. Have you tried the Blue Moon? What is that? Oh yeah, Blue Moon. That's just that's man. That's a blast from my childhood. It's just sherbet. It's I don't even know what flavor it is. It. I'm trying to figure out which one you eat. <laughs> <laughs> Brownie batter so, cookie dough. Wow, that does look good, doesn't it? Hold on a second. Double chocolate almond and ice cream is terrific. I don't know who thought of it, but genius. Seriously. I made homemade ice cream July 4th. Did you? I'm doing that now at home. I'm using the creamy maker. Arden got it for me for Christmas last year. Oh, neat. Yeah, I made some strawberry ice cream last week, and it's really creamy. And, like, used all real strawberries and everything. It's really good. Um, anyway, I'm going to get distracted with the ice cream conversation. But, but I, think the, I think the interesting thing here is you're, you're keeping a 4.9% a1c and you're having some sort of like a like a, a a dessert every night it sounds like so what what is it you're doing to keep your a1c that 
way? I have my alarm set lower. I my my range is eighty to one twenty, and I'm pretty successful at keeping it in there. I mean, of course, I go high or I go a little low, but like I know everybody does. But I'm I'm probably if I do like a ninety day clarity thing, I'm probably eighty five percent in range. Hmm. That's and my very, my very, what's that called? Standard deviation is, I think the last time I looked, it was 19. Holy Robin. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's because wonderful. of you. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't know you were going to say something nice. I wouldn't have talked over you. Say it again. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. No, <laughs> I said that's because of you. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you very much. I, um, I'm, I'm touched really. And I think the ice cream company owes me something because without me, it sounds like they'd be out a fair amount of money from you. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you're just you're just doing the things. You're pre-bullishing your meals. You are setting your alarms so you hear if you're getting high. You have good settings. And that's it, right? You're not really doing much else. And I'm looping. You are. You're using a loop. Yep. Okay. I didn't, I didn't build it myself. And I told you I was going to say this on here, but... I do hire a, an outside company called Type One Pal. Yeah, or T One Pal, and they're fantastic. They, I don't have to worry about anything. I just give them their fifty bucks a month, and they just do everything. Yeah, yeah. I have no trouble with you mentioning it. Absolutely not. I like managing a Facebook. But I wasn't. Group. I wasn't going to buy a Mac and try to build this thing myself. I'm. I could probably, but I wasn't going to. Yeah, well, fifty dollars a month, you'd get to a Mac in a in about a year and a half, probably. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, but that's so how long have you been looping? Since November 2nd of 2022. Okay. That's a really listen, no matter how you're doing it, a 4.9 it shows that you're paying attention in my opinion. It's that you're you're responding before things get out of hand um and you're not overtreating lows. Like that's really what what a lower A1C says to me. Yes, that's that's the that's the main thing that parents need to hear is don't over treat those lows because once you shoot up to 300 because you got scared because your kid was at 50 you know don't yeah. over treat those lows because once you get up to 300 then it's going to take you hours to get it back down yeah no 100 percent. it's it's not my husband's like why are you only eating one gummy bear and <laughs> what is that going to do you so know, we're going like, to find out <laughs> yep, yep. Listen, arden went out the door last night at i don't know 10 10 30 just to run her friend home, just drive her across, uh -huh. across town. And, it, you know, it's funny how it happens. Sometimes we had just eaten. Um, Arden's been changing her supplements a little bit. So things are changing for her. We, we're starting to see her insulin needs are changing. Like she's been home a little longer now from college. Food's, you know, better and better over weeks. And she's probably a little heavy right now on her insulin to carb ratio. And so... She's like, I'm just going to run her home. I'll be right back. And we hear beep, beep, beep. And I was like, ah. Oh. I said, well, do you have a juice with you? It sounds like you're low. And I pulled out my phone. I said, hey, you're actually 63. And there's like a diagonal down arrow here. And she goes, oh, okay. So she grabs, she opens the gummy bear jar and, <laughs> and doesn't count them even. She just reaches in and, with, and pulls them out and with a little bit of precision, grabs out of her hand, puts the rest back in the jar, pops them in her mouth. And she leaves. And I'm like, do you have a juice with you? And she goes, I do. And she goes, I'll be fine. I'm like, okay. 
So they get in the car, drive away. The next reading on the um, Dexcom G7 now, by the way, um, is a level 60 blood sugar. Like, so the down arrow stopped and it's 60. And then she hung out at her friend's house and they talked in the car for a while. They're making big plans, you know. Uh And then she went back up to 83 and it leveled out. I was like, wow, look at that. Like how easy that was, you know? Yeah. Just don't overdo it. You can't get scared and just start eating the refrigerator or eat the kitchen, I think is the term. Yeah. That's how they say it. Right. Yeah. It really is. I understand. I get it. But I guess with, with practice, you learn and you, and you don't get so scared. Yeah. And you can tell the difference. You can also tell the difference from, Hey, I got a little low to this thing is crashing through the floor. You can. Right. Yeah. Like when when we, I can't, talk- you know, I've I've been scared before when I was twenty six. Yeah, <laughs> that was scary. But house but looks yeah, far away. That over thing. time. What's that? I said your house looked pretty far away. I imagine when you felt like that. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying don't correct things. I'm not saying you know, I'm not saying you're seventy five two hours down. You're like I'm just gonna pop a gummy bear in here and see what happens. Like you have to understand the circumstances around your low. Um, but it, and it was just interesting to watch her. She kind of just assessed everything. Like she, she, right. she had a big meal. She was aggressive about it. There was a lot of rice with the meal. So she was aggressive. Mm-hmm. And then she knew how she felt. Like you could even see her like pause for a second and assess herself. Like it was really yeah. interesting, really interesting. She's like, I don't feel low. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, you know, gummy bears like this. Good. And I'm like, you want to wait a minute? She goes, no, I'm okay. And I'm like, all right. Like, so it's a big thing. Like she's getting in a car, you know? So, you know, we double check. There's a juice right in the door pocket. She's got a friend with her. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, she's going to have to live her whole life. So, you know, right. needs to know how to figure all this out. It just takes time. It just takes time. And Arden by now should know exactly, exactly how to do it. Yeah. No, it was really interesting. Especially, you know, Hanging out in Chicago all this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Wherever she is in college, Chicago. And uh, yeah, Chicago was one of the places <laughs> she was considering going. I think that's how it oh, popped out of her mouth. So that's, that why we, that's why we say it like that? Yes, okay. yes, yeah. She's like, she, she did it on the podcast, right? She's like, tell, the, tell those people, she said, that I go to college in Chicago. I was like, okay. Your people? Yeah, your, your, people. your people. Tell your people that I'm like, oh, they're not my people. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> They're their own people. Yeah, she's very funny. Uh, okay, so uh, I mean, you sound like you're doing terrific, and I, I'm I'm appreciative that the podcast helped you. How did you find it? See, I found the podcast November of 2021. So I think I went on Facebook and was looking for diabetes groups, mm-hmm. type one groups, and found yours. Found the group first. Okay, so you were on Facebook first. I thought, yes, I found the group November 2021. And then while chatting in there, I'm like, wait, what podcast? Tell me about this podcast. So I don't remember which one I listened to first. Probably whatever one popped up when I opened the pod, you know, the app. Mm -hmm. I probably listened to that one. And then I went back to number one and I've listened to every single one of them and most of them twice, some of them three and four times. Wow. Why do you listen over and over again? Tell people what that does. Because you miss things. Like I would, I would listen while I was at work. So 
you know, I could get a phone call or something would have, I'd get interrupted and maybe I missed something. So listening to them over, I hear things that I didn't hear the first time. And like the fat and protein one, I've listened to probably four or five times. Really? Yeah. Arden's Arden's I've listened to a lot over. It's it's just hilarious. <laughs> the, the her second one was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, we were, it, we, were we were tired that night. It was late, and we were we were oh, like, you're punchy. Oh my god, yeah! Like, there's no way to stop yourself from just saying any stupid thing you're thinking. I'll have to, I, I, I'm trying so hard to get her to record again while she's home. She's not feeling well right now because her TSH jumped up, and oh. and she went, she got home, and she's like, you know, I've been home for like a week now or so. She's like, I'm achy, my joints are hurting again. She's like, this doesn't happening at school. Like, you know, and you're like, your brain goes crazy trying to figure it all out. But I'm like, oh, well, let's get you to the doctor and get a blood draw. And her TSH came back like way high. And the doctors, hmm. the doctor, she's actually going to talk to her today on the phone. Um, but the doctor's like, I don't think this is going to stay this way. I think this is inflammation making your TSH higher. And I think that's really something because it sounds so, I don't know, it sounds hocus pocusy. It's hard to talk about inflammation. But if you have autoimmune issues. Yeah. Some people are experiencing like constant or intermittent inflammation problems. And so the doctor's like, look, if we go, like, she's like, it doesn't make sense for your weight and all that other stuff that your, that your medications should be that much more aggressive. She's like, we, we maybe can like turn them up for a little while, but we're gonna have to be really careful. Or we're going to make you hyper really quickly. And so like, they're getting, they're working that out right now. But Arden said the other night, she's like, I couldn't go to sleep till like five in the morning because of how bad my legs hurt. Oh my. Yeah. And she's like, it's, it's definitely because of my thyroid. So it's. Yeah. See, they, they told me many, many years ago before it was a thing that I had something called fibromyalgia. Well, it was shortly after that, that I was diagnosed with the hypothyroidism yeah yeah so not fibromyalgia which i think especially back then meant like we don't know what's wrong with you Uh, exactly there's all these symptoms and so they just yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so she's gonna get on the phone today and they're gonna come up with a plan to kind of try to get it back again and then stay ahead of it and but it sucks because it really is it it sucks yeah she's on break she needs to enjoy her her break yeah yeah no kidding um anyway where was I going with all that? Okay, so you found the Facebook group, and then, you know, it's funny, that sentence that you spoke a little while ago used to fry my brain. Like, I what? I couldn't understand when people were in the Facebook group, and they're like, I don't understand, what podcast are you talking about? And <laughs> I, I, but then it occurred to me eventually that the Facebook group had such a good, I don't know, like, vibe about it, like a buzz, that people would say, use that Facebook group. Because you'll do better with your diabetes if you go in there and, and check it out. And that people would end up there without ever hearing about the podcast. Like the first time that happened to me, I, I just had a very concrete idea. Like, oh, I made a Facebook group to support the podcast. So obviously everyone knows what the podcast is. But it took me, right. it didn't take long for that not to be the truth. So, um, <laughs> and vice versa. I think there are people listening to this right now that are like, Facebook group? What are you talking about? So Could be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how it works. Uh, yeah, I'm not in there as much as I used to be. Like if I'm scrolling the news feed and I see a post, I'll read it and sometimes sure. I'll comment. But at first, it was extremely helpful. But 
Yeah. No, it's not a thing that you're going to stay in forever if it's going, like, if you're figuring things out. Like, eventually, you're just going to say, okay, I I know these things. And then you make that decision. Like, am I a person who stops in once in a while and says hi and tells people, hey, I have an answer for this. I see nobody else is answering it. Or you go back to your life, you know? it's. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I did post in there not, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I must have had a low in the night, and I woke up, and I had a jar of Skittles next to me in bed, and they were stuck in my hair. And <laughs> oh, was, you had Skittles stuck yeah. in your hair when you woke up? Yeah, because I freeze-dry Skittles, and so they're hard, so they're easy to eat. Oh. Well, I'm not going to – yeah, they're crunchy when you freeze-dry them. No so kidding. I – I have a jar of them on my nightstand. <laughs> yeah. Robin, where did you funny. come up with that from? Where did you get that idea? What? To freeze dry them. I have a freeze dryer. <laughs> You're just like, let's see what happens when I put a Skittle in here? Oh, no, no, no. Huh? That's a, It's a thing. People sell freeze dried candy for big bucks. Oh, this is a like, thing I don't know about. Yeah, it's a thing. Look it up. You got the Google right there. I got it right here. Hold on a second. Um, yeah, freeze dried Skittles. They kind of blow up. The ins- yeah, you'll see when you when you. Robin, you're yeah, you're I, a sugar connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm trying to gain twenty pounds, Pat. <laughs> it's not. We're gonna have to get try something else. Have you tried a cheeseburger? Yeah, not working. Are you a you're not a vegetarian? Are you or anything? Oh oh god no no I'm a no I'm a carbivore. <laughs> <laughs> Robin trying to name her episode. Good job. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's right down here robin said shit 3544 oh no, no. i got it don't worry um well that's hilarious so i i just need to i don't know why i need to tell you this but when kelly and i were first dating so we're really young we had um gummy lifesavers one day mm. and we were in bed you know when you're young and like we were yeah. like, yeah, it was the end of the night. And I put a gummy lifesaver around her toe, like a ring. And then, and then we forgot about it. And, um, oh, no. we woke up the next morning. It was like, a, it was horrifying how that little gummy lifesaver got warm with like, you know, her body temperature and then just smeared on everything. It was, it was, oh. it was horrific. <laughs> It was really horrific. It was probably a red one, too. It looked like a crime scene. It was just everywhere. Like, the sheets were sticking to her and to me. Yeah. Like, I was like, it was this one little gummy lifesaver. Like, how could that be? Oh, my God. Gummy candy. So good. Anyway. Um, that's funny. <laughs> what made you want to come on the podcast? I didn't. You invited me. <laughs> you didn't want to come? Why did you say yes? Well, I don't. I don't mind. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't ask you though. You, you, I did I, ask you. I posted something in on the Facebook group, and yeah, you invited me. You said I'd like to, I'd like to have you on, and I said why, and you said because I like you, and I said, what do you think, John? And he said, go for it. I, I said, okay. Cool. No, you're very, <laughs> uh, you're very interesting. And by the way, so far, almost exactly how I pictured you, but not quite. So I, okay. did, I didn't know you were like. I didn't know the part of the country you lived in. In my head, you were like a California person. Oh. I don't well, know why. Exactly. I've never even been to California. Oh, there's <laughs> still time. Um, it's warm. It's yeah, I'm, retire- I'm retiring on September 29th, so, yeah. Are you really? Good for you. I am. Yep. Oh, my husband retired two years ago, and now it's my turn. What are you going to do? As little as possible. <laughs> I've got a big plan, Scott. I'm sitting here. <laughs> well, I've got a garden that I'm looking at that's about 
almost an acre. So really in a green, in a greenhouse. Yep. I don't understand. So how, busy. how do you have so much space in Michigan? I have 37 acres. My gosh. What have you, what, so wait, what did you do for your life? Like how, how do you acquire 37 acres? Well, this, this was acquired. My, my husband is um, the middle of five and this was the family farm. His grandpa owned this farm and then his dad and mom got it eventually. And then he built this house and his dad passed away probably two and a half. No, 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 no. We've been here. Oh my gosh. We've been here four years already. So his dad passed away and then his stepmom um, decided to move to Florida. She has recently passed though. And once stepmom moved out, it went to, it came to us. Wow. That's, I, it was interesting to listen to you in real time. Think about the time and distance of your life. Like, <laughs> like COVID, COVID has me so screwed up. I, I got to add those two years in there. It's just got me feels like it didn't exist. Yeah, it, it really does, doesn't it? Like it just, it feels mm-hmm. like it, we, we were on pause or something like that. Wow. So you, so you have a farm, but you're, your retirement goal is just putter around, take care of your acre, like that kind of stuff. Yep. Sounds, yeah. Sounds relaxing. Really I'm sure we'll maybe travel a little bit. Do you have any places you'd like to see? Um, our son lives in the, my, well, I, my husband has two boys and I have one in, from previous marriages. And then we got married. So we are three, but his youngest, the middle son, lives in the um, Upper Peninsula of Michigan mm-hmm. in Iron Mountain. So that's about an eight-hour drive. So we like to go up there. And our other son lives down by uh, Lansing, the oldest. And then our youngest, my my son, uh, lives right next to our property, Connects. He's got, uh, I think, five acres next to us. Do you have a bunch of so grandchildren? I have four grandchildren that live next door and they have a trail through the, through the woods, right from their house to, to ours. Oh. They get on their, they get on the quads and here they come. Jeez. That sounds so nice. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. I, of all <laughs> the things that almost made me cry on this podcast, I didn't expect to hear that your grandchildren had a trail through the woods to your house. So like put brought a tear to my eye for some reason. I'm, uh, oh my gosh. To grandmother's house we go. I, yeah. Well, yeah, that's amazing. It really is. Uh, that's wonderful. So you're going to just, you, you're, that, that's it. Like you, you have like a classic, like I'm going to retire. I'm going to do the things I like and relax. Yep. Good for you. That's it. What'd you do your whole that's life? Um, well, for the last 17 years, I've sold property and casualty insurance, homeowners, auto, commercial, not life, no life insurance, mm-hmm. but that's what I've done for the last 17 years. Did you work in an office or own the office? I didn't own it, but I've, I've always worked in an office. Is that a sales job to you? Well, I, I, everything's a sales I know, job, really, Robin, I, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I not really. I did more of the customer service part of it, um, but I am licensed to sell insurance. So I, I've sold a few hundred policies over my years, but um I'm not really this the agent, the salesman. Yeah, you're doing back end stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's he awesome. sells them and I I finish them off. It's amazing. What what do you can I, I this is a 
I don't mean this to be like a creepy question because you're you're only 61, but when you own that much property, is it hard to know what to do with it when you pass away? Like, like how do you decide where it goes? Like, because you don't want to give it to five people, 10 people and have them split it up and sell it. Like you want it to stay in the family somehow, I would imagine. But then how do you make that decision? Actually, we just did this. We just got everything all finalized. Um, the, the oldest wants to live like in South Carolina. He, he doesn't want it. The, the middle son says he'll never leave the Upper Peninsula. He doesn't want it. The youngest has the property that connects to it, and he would give anything to have it. So it, it goes to the youngest, and then the older two will get whatever money's left. Oh, no kidding. Oh, so he'll have to buy them out. No, no, no. Oh, you they, have it. They set get up. the, they get the, they get the money, and the baby gets the farm. Look at you. It's, it's a thing you have to do, right? Like, there's no way you can't mm-hmm. get that straight ahead of time. We always, like, once Arden had diabetes, Kelly and I were like, look, you know, we have to save as much money as we can. Like, we just felt like we needed to leave something to Arden. Like, what if Arden ends up being like an ear to well, right? And I don't want her to, I don't want to think that she doesn't have access to insulin or supplies or stuff like that. Right. I so, get it. Yep. Yeah. So we're pretty hard workers and we're trying to save money as best we can. But the minute you start making that decision, you think, well, I can't just like, like however much money I can amass over my lifetime, I can't just give it to her. It, it, right. Because, what about Cole? Yeah. Because Cole, yeah, Cole, <laughs> Cole will feel like, wow, they gave everything to her. Like it, we couldn't do that. So now, then there's a, more pressure. Like, oh, we have to make more money. Like it's, it's, it's like, I know. It, yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> and, I, um, I, I get it. That's why I just, I just, well, actually my cozy earth order is being delivered today. Do you remember, do you remember getting on my case? I mean, you, you broke my balls about cozy earth so many times and then you bought something. Thank you. <laughs> I had to. I I told my husband I'm, I can't record the podcast. And I've ordered something from Cozier. <laughs> That's so funny. Hold on, I'll get back to that for a second. Um, so we told the kids, like we're like, look, I don't know how much we can save, but whatever we can save, like I have to be honest. If Arden didn't have diabetes, we'd be like, good luck, suckers. But you know, and maybe like yep. retire earlier or something like that. I'm like, but because of the situation, and Cole has Hashimoto's now, so like, okay, like mm-hmm. maybe this is gonna like keep going in their lives. I'm like, we are gonna save as much as we can, and when we go, we're gonna split it between the two of you. And please don't piss it away or let some harlot take it from you or whatever. You, you know, like because like, <laughs> the worst thing I can imagine, Robin, is like breaking my ass my whole life. And some guy or girl like takes it off my kid one day. Like it really is right. an upsetting thought, you know? Um, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, so I branch, I, I branch out. Who is it first? Athletic Greens is first. They come to me and they're, they say like, look, you know, we'd like to buy ads on the podcast. And I was like, wow, like I really, that really meant, I know it sounds crazy. That was a big deal to me because it's not a medical company looking to buy an ad like you know dexcom wanting to buy an ad on this podcast makes you know a, makes sense a ton yeah. of sense right i'm at a crunch i gotta eat a smarty sorry do your business yeah yeah and then um i'll ask you about your blood sugar in a second when athletic greens comes by i'm like oh i'm a real podcast like it's not ju- <laughs> like just a diabetes podcast like, this is a real podcast it's the kind of podcast that people listen to at work and you know one day, like their employers will be mad because podcasts exist and everybody's listening to podcasts and not working. Uh, but, but I was like, oh, wow. And then <laughs> we did a test, you know, they're like, let's do a few months. 
So a few months go by and they call back and like, we want to do more. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, we're getting a really nice response from you. And I'm like, oh, fantastic. Wow. I was like, this is terrific. And then one day I get this email and this girl's like, hey, we think we want to try to buy podcast ads from you. We're cozy earth. And I was like, what, what the hell? Like, okay. So I'm like looking into it and everything. And I was like, well, you know, send me something so I can try it. I think they sent me like sweatpants or sheets maybe first. I'm not sure what it was. And I was like, I slept on those sheets for a little while. And I was like, oh, I get behind this. Like, <laughs> I, I, would, I want more of these sheets. I can see people would want these. Um, they're not inexpensive. And so like, no. you know, you know, so it's, and so it's like, look, we'll give your listeners 35% off. Actually, Robin, you're the first person to know this. Uh, very soon, my offer code will be 40% off. Um, oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> you might have got it. Hey, I, I still got a good deal, though, because I got in on the 4th of July sale. Mm. It would have originally, I got this written down here. It would have originally been $257.31, and I got it for $129.19 and free shipping. 4th of July plus my 35%. Yes. Lovely. Yeah, good for you. I should have bought more sheets that day. Because, by the way, they sent, every time they re-up the contract, they're like, we'd like to send you a gift. And I'm like, send me a sweatshirt. Or, like, Arden, <laughs> Arden like, has pajama pants or something like that. Um, well, But I've bought stuff is... with my money since then. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Because <laughs> uh, they're so nice. Well, yeah. I'll let you know because I love, I mean, there were all kinds of, of clothes on there that I just loved, but too big. There's their extra small was still too big for me. Cause you're 80. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't gain any damn weight, but I did find a pair of joggers. that had a drawstring. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I dream about putting those joggers on some days. <laughs> They're so comfortable. Wow. But, but the, but the, the funny thing is, is like you, you like you, I don't know. I put links up online, like to understand the process of the podcast. Like, so that you can learn how to take care of your diabetes, which, you know, you said the podcast was really helpful with. I, I need to be able to make a real podcast. Like I can't put up an episode once a week. Like that's a vanity project. It's a hobby, right? Like it does, that won't get enough downloads to keep it viable, to spread it around and everything. So you need to do what I do. You need to make content and put out a real podcast. And, mm -hmm. um, and that takes an immense amount of time. Like, I can't even begin to tell you that about 70 hours a week is spent with my sitting in this chair doing something for this podcast. And yeah, that's more than I work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, like, it needs to be, like, I have to be compensated for it or my wife is going to be like, you know, how are we going to save the money for the kids? And, like, you know, not for us, apparently, right. but for them. And um, and so the advertising is really important. So once in a while, I go on the Facebook group and I'm like, hey, don't forget Dexcom. Don't forget this. Like, you know, like, remind people, hey, check this out. And then I'm like, hey, Cozy Earth's a new sponsor. You get 35% off. And right away, Robin's like, this stuff's expensive. And I'm like, God. I'm like, Robin. I'm like, it's a, I'm like, it's a little pricey. It's a little spendy. Yeah. And then, I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna, Scott, Scott I'm, whips me in the group. I'm like, Shut Robin, what are you doing to me? I was like, let them get over, let them get over there and decide if they think it's too expensive or not. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into that insurance agency tomorrow and I'm gonna be like, hey, you guys don't need insurance. <laughs> Uh, no, you explained it in one of your podcasts to somebody, and I was like, "Man, that makes sense. I get it. I yeah, get it." It's now. weird. Okay, let me go shopping. I've also <laughs> been sensitive to it because there used to be a person in the Facebook group who I counted as like a real fan of the podcast and of like me and like the whole thing. And one day they just turned on me, like, and they were really? and they were like, 
this is all about money to you. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how you can say that. Like, you know, I, I mean, I make a living and, but I pay my taxes and when it's all over, I'm not sitting on a mountain of gold, you, you know, like it's, right. yeah, it's a, it's a fair exchange. I mean, honestly, I don't know that I'm being compensated well enough if I'm being perfectly honest with you and um, for time that gets put into it and care and, you know, for making a podcast, by the way, that feels like it's made by like the, like off the cuff, but that is, is thoughtfully set up in a way that helps you take better care of your health. And, you know, mm -hmm. like, it's not easy, by the way. Um, and then she, and I was like, I got on, I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, you're pushing this link for an advertiser. I'm like, I'm pushing the links for all the advertisers, because if I don't, I have to go get a different job and then the podcast stops. And then the the emails that come from people that say things like and then we're screwed. Yeah. yeah. My e my A1C went from eleven to five point nine or blah blah blah. Or my here's a picture of my kid at the their birthday party eating, you know, ice cream and they're okay. And like like all that stops because the, I'm the only one putting this kind of effort into putting this content out. And so mm -hmm. like and I'm like, I really I'm like, I swear to you, like I am not over here getting wealthy like i'm not like you know and, and if i was well, you I, don't have to explain yourself to anybody geez yeah but robin that's the other thing because like on the other side of it i'm like if i was like if the podcast was making i don't know if i was like sitting on three million dollars a year like i hear some people's podcasts like do crazy crazy money right do i need to feel bad about that if that was happening like no. I, I don't think so either right so but it's not you know point of fact and um and anyway, like I couldn't, it was just weird to see. It felt like I was being bit by my family pet because I had gotcha. such a warm feeling for this person. And now suddenly she's on my wrist and shaking my arm. And I'm <laughs> like, what the hell? And I, I was like, I don't know where that, and then also it's Facebook, Robin. So I don't know if sometimes yeah. it's like drunk o'clock sometimes, you know what I mean? And <laughs> Oh yeah, I've, I've done drunk o'clock on Facebook before. <laughs> We have these like conversations, like like between like the moderators and I, and I'm like, I think this is just a drunk person. Let's just like not worry about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Uh, anyway, I appreciate. So is she still in the group? No, she left. She's. Oh. I didn't kick her. I don't kick people out. Like that, you gotta be a real prick to get kicked yeah. out of my group. Um, but yeah, no, she just left, and huh. I felt terrible. And I was like, oh, I tried to explain it to her and it didn't seem like she cared. And I was like, all right, whatever. Like it just, there's nothing I can do about that, I guess. Um, well, anyway, got, what another 40,000 sitting there. So uh, yeah, we're, we're okay. <laughs> it just feels weird that there was a person who was being yeah. helped, being helped by it and then just walked away from it. And I was like, okay, well, I, you know, yeah. good, good luck. Like I'm not, I don't feel bad about it for them or me, but it just was strange. Anyway, uh, cozyearth.com, right. well, use the offer code juicebox at checkout to save 40%, Robin, off your entire order. <laughs> well, I only saved 35%. Dang it. I'll send you a check for the <laughs> no, six bucks. <laughs> but I got, but I got the, the 4th of July discount, whatever that was at that time. Anyways, I got a good deal and I'm not worried about 5%. <laughs> good for you. And what a great cozy earth ad. I didn't mean for that to be this, but, um, they, and actually, you know what, uh, full disclosure, Last week, they came back to me and they said, hey, we want to do two ads a month for the rest of the year. And I was like, well, that's terrific. And and that money, I mean, listen, after I pay taxes on it, it turns into about half that money. But right. Yeah, it will help me pay for Arden's next semester of college. 
Like, it's, oh wow, it, that's awesome! It's really cool. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it's a nice feeling because I'm sure, like most people, when your kids go off to college, you don't know like how am I paying for this? You know, <laughs> and a lot of people end up with loans. And um, because of this podcast, like in partly due to this podcast, like my children will go through life without student loans. Like it's a Which real, is, really big that's deal. Huge. Yeah. It's a really big deal for me. So, um, yeah, our I, two oldest went joined the army right after nine 11 and, uh, got their college paid for free when they got out. So, wow. Well, it was lovely of them to do that. Yeah. How was that mm, experience? I wasn't so thrilled. I was going to say, <laughs> what did that feel like them leaving like that? That was awful because sometimes you didn't hear from them for, four, six, eight weeks at a time. You didn't know if they were dead or alive. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Jesus. That's terrible. they were in Iraq and Afghanistan at the same time. In fact, one Thanksgiving, they got to be together. The The middle son was headed towards where the oldest son was. And he told the commander or whoever, and they were able to stop and have dinner together. Hmm. Wow, that's wonderful. Cool. That's lovely. All right. Um, I want to finish up with your diabetes. So, okay. I want to know, a little bit about your day, how you eat and, and how you manage. Can you just walk me through it? Like get up in the morning. What do you do for breakfast? So if I have to go to the office, I've been, I'm working now working home um, from home three days a week Mm -hmm. and I only have to go to the office two days, but it would be every morning I stop at McDonald's or Burger King and I get a breakfast sandwich. And then when I get to the office, I pre-bolus for it and then I warm it up if need be. Then at about 11, I eat that usually about 8.30, quarter to nine. Then about 10.30, 11 o'clock, I'll have like some peanut butter cheese crackers or a granola bar or uh, one of those Nutri-Grain bars. Mm-hmm. And then at lunchtime, just about every day, I have a pork barbecue sandwich and potato chips. And then about three o'clock, I have a piece of fruit, like cherries or a banana or something like that. Yeah. And then then when I get home about 7 we eat dinner and then before I go to bed I eat a big old bowl of ice cream. Do you do the ice cream at the end of the night to try to put weight on? No, it's no. just a habit I started like 40 years ago. Wow. Do you really eat ice cream every night? Yes. Wow. No kidding. I did find some carb smart ice cream. There's only 11 grams of carbs in it. And it doesn't spike your blood sugar as bad as like real ice cream. Mm-hmm. So if some anybody is interested, look for Briars Carb Smart ice cream. And I found some like fudge sickles too. I have some of those in there. So like right now, I could just go grab a fudge sickle and not have to bolus for it. Robin, I see you as just using a piece of that farm to make your own ice cream. <laughs> I would love a milk cow, but a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Of- we have a barn. We have a barn, a big red barn with stanchions and. I could get a milk cow and be all set up. Oh, my. That's a lot of cow poop, too, though. That... Uh, yeah, but it's good for the garden. Well, all right. Well, I think we're talking. Our... Do you have chickens, Robin? We just culled our, our chickens. They're in the freezer now. But, yeah, we raised um, 20 Cornish cross chickens. And in eight weeks, they got to about eight pounds. They're, they're meat birds. The, the egg layers are next door at my son's house, and he's got about 43. So, yeah, we have chickens. Does your son sell the eggs? Yep. We sell the eggs, and also I freeze-dry them. 
Wait a so minute. in the wintertime, I'd have fresh eggs. Wait, you can freeze-dry an egg? Yep. What you the just... hell is it that I don't know about freeze-dried? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the machines The machines are really expensive. Like mine, I have a medium size. They go from small, medium, large, and extra large. I have a medium, and that was about $4,000. Wow. So they're not cheap. But my eggs that are in the all freeze-dried will be good in 30 years my kids will be using them i don't understand what happens when you freeze dry something the machine sublimates the water out of the food and then dries it after the waters the moisture sublimated out it dries it and then you package it in mylar and you put oxygen absorbers in the bags and then you seal them and yeah i mean ivy you know Robin, is this a prepper I'm, thing? Are you getting ready for Armageddon or no? I'm not. It's not a. I'm not a prepper, okay. but it's preparing. It's buying at today's prices. Eating it tomorrow when I get you. Yeah. Yep. Oh wow! Because I've done. I did like eight pounds of cremini mushrooms. Those are awesome when you rehydrate them, make homemade mushroom soup or gravy. How or, long does stuff stay good for when you freeze dry it? Twenty-five to thirty years. No kidding. Wow. I don't, I, I by the way, this episode is going to be called freeze dried Skittles. There's no way it's not going to be. It was so close to carbivore a second ago, but definitely freeze dried <laughs> Skittles. Uh, that's insane. Like I, how long does it take to freeze dry something? It depends on what it is, how much moisture it is. Yesterday I took out um, cherries, strawberries, and lemon slices. I put the lemon slices in my margaritas, by the way, mm-hmm. and <laughs> strawberries. Um, and that that load took probably about twenty eight hours. What happens to the liquid that it takes out of the food? Is it there's like a drip there's tray? A, there's a stainless steel drum around the rack, so you slide your trays in the rack, and then this this steel drum is around it. And when the water sublimates, it sticks to that that steel drum mm-hmm. and it's it forms ice on it no kidding all right yeah. this is a whole thing i don't know anything about i'm i'm actually really interested <laughs> it's crazy it's very I'm, I'm it's very at, interesting yeah i'm looking fun. online and it's fun because what do you love about it just knowing i have all that food i mean and and the kids enjoy it too they like because I asked my little three-year-old um, grandson the other day, I said, you want some strawberries? He goes, are they freeze-dried? Because <laughs> cause when you freeze-dry, it makes it crunchy. Yeah. And, and so if and if I offer him something, he'll say, I'm going to need a glass of water to go with that, Grandma. So I made some like protein bars. I took vanilla yogurt and mixed it with pureed strawberries. And I did blueberries also. Just mix it all together and put protein powder in it. Mm-hmm. Thinking that, you know, just try, try to get myself some more protein, trying to gain weight. Yeah. But but the, they're real powdery when you bite into them. And so it almost sometimes can make you choke. So you got to have something to You got to have water with it. Yeah. Interesting. I do like but, freeze-dried apple chips, I have to admit. Yeah. yeah. I've, well, I've done 500 pounds of apples, probably. Okay. I've only had it since January. Do you share it with neighbors or friends or anything like that? Yep. Yeah, yeah, friends. I do apples for a lot of people, but I didn't know this existed. Like, I'm going to look into it. 
How long would it take to freeze dry a, like a six-year-old child, for example? <laughs> I don't know. I, that was actually a, that was, I actually, I, there's a freeze drying group, Facebook group, of course. And I went to write lids and it autocorrected to kids and I didn't catch it. And so that became a big thing. And I said, I was just picturing putting, stuffing my three-year-old grandson into my freeze dryer. And, you know, it was a big thing. <laughs> I wonder if you could probably couldn't rehydrate them or we would have figured that out by now. Yeah, yeah that's going to kill you for sure. Can. Yeah, never mind. I think it's different than that cryo thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put that in there as a safety thing. Don't freeze dry a living thing. It's not going to work out. Um, right. me- meat, you freeze dry meat? Yep, chicken. Pre- uh, pre-cooked meat? or after it's cooked? Um. Well, when we, we got our, um, when we had our beef butchered, um, I, uh, got the liver, the heart and the tongue and those, I just did raw. And then those I give to my dog for dog treats. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're a prepper, you're going to want it cooked before you freeze dry it. So you can, because if all of a sudden there's no electricity or no LP gas for your grill or whatever, you're not going to be able to cook anything. Okay. So, so it's better if you, if you're a prepper, you're going to want to pre-cook your, your stuff. Now all you have to do is add hot water. I see. And then we're right back again. And then all you're right. right back again. All right. And it's good. It tastes just like well, that it was, tastes the same, just like it went in. Yeah, that was my next question. You don't notice that it's been freeze-dried? Not at all. That's crazy. How about that? Some things, some things you can't rehydrate, like strawberries, they turn to mush. Once, yeah. Yeah. Like so a, like a, like a space movie where they try to move something from one place to another and it comes back put together wrong. Oh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Robin's like, we don't have TV in Michigan. Stop it. <laughs> I have TV, but I don't watch movies. <laughs> now, you, what's the last movie you saw? Oh, probably at the drive-in. Yeah, we we do have a drive-in theater. I'm um, waiting for you to I, say Tootsie or something from the 80s or something like that. No, no? it was. I think it was actually Pocahontas. That that animated movie from the early nineties. Yep, yep. And so you took a kid to that. Yep. You don't like movies. How about do you watch TV? Do you like have a favorite like TV show? Yeah, I watch. Yeah, like NCIS and uh, uh, Blue Bloods. I like I like those kind of movies. You're not you're like, not into something that's on Netflix or something like that or. No. 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 Okay. I'm trying to. Yeah, that movie was 1995. Yeah, that was probably the last movie I watched. Hold on I may I may have watched a western or something on TV with my husband, but I can't tell you the name of it. Probably some John Wayne flick. But close to thirty years, you haven't been like to a movie theater. That's correct. Wow, I saw a movie last week. I don't even know if it was good. I just loved it. The closest movie theater is an hour away. Oh, okay. You're pretty far in the middle of Michigan, uh, kind of feeling. I, I'm in BFE. I live I live eight miles from Lake Michigan, on the west coast. Okay, I'm trying to figure out what BFE means. Oh, I can't say it. Oh, really? Hold on, I'll find out. <laughs> hold on, hold on, I'm looking. Okay. I the F stands for what you think. <laughs> Fantastic. No. Um, I'm going to have to ask you and then beep it out. What does it mean? I can't believe you never heard of BFE. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. 
I've heard that phrase, by the way. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know it as an you didn't acronym. You know there was an acronym. No, no, no. I didn't. <laughs> That's ridiculous. All right. So you live in the middle of nowhere. Um, yep. Gotcha. On a gravel road. Yep. That's way. That's why it's wild. Okay. Uh, listen, Robin. I appreciate you coming on when you didn't want to, <laughs> and and just well, chatting. it's not that I didn't want to. It's I didn't. I guess I just hadn't thought about it. Yeah. No. You just. Uh, I just found you to be. I find you to be lovely um, online, and uh, I just thought you'd make a great addition to the podcast. Really. Thank you. Yeah. No. Hundred <laughs> percent. I, I I try. I have to sometimes remind myself to be nice, but. When people are like, my daughter's at 93 and she doesn't have her glucagon. It's like, oh, dear Lord. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I try my hardest to think that everybody's at a different part of the path and that uh-huh. there there's everyone has thought at some point, uh, my God, a cookie just saved my life. And right, and when right. you and when you're first, you know, when you're first at it you could feel like your life is being saved when your blood sugar is 95. And, um, yeah, and, and it's seen, scary. I know yeah, it's yeah, scary yeah. sometimes. And I can't imagine being, being a caregiver for a, for a toddler there. It just, mm. it's a lot of pressure, Robin. I can tell you that much. I I can't even imagine. Yeah. I cannot imagine. I, I read some of those posts and it's like, Oh, poor parents. They're the warriors in my book. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's hard when they're really little not to just look at them when you put them to bed. Think like, just don't, don't, don't die. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. Please. There was somebody yeah. on there the other day that had a nine month old. I think it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Well, what do you see? That's a that's an amount of work that will take years to get through. Like that, like that part of their life is going to take years to get through, and it's going to feel so longer many- than that. Yeah, so many stages, you know, the growing and the puberty and the all of it. I just yeah, nope. Thank yeah. goodness it was me and not one of mine. You know. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And you don't? Did you have any viruses before you were diagnosed? Oh, I started to say that. I think that before. I think in February I actually had COVID. Oh, early on. Yep. Before it was like a widely known thing. I really think I had COVID. Mm. Okay. And then that probably got your immune system going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. I already had a, you know, the Hashimoto's. Yeah. 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 I mean, you obviously you have autoimmune like, you know, tendencies. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I met somebody yesterday who's got long COVID and, um, Oh, that's miserable. I've heard. Yeah. He's, he's pretty beaten up. Uh, we were uh, talking about it for a little bit, but, uh, what's that? Good. What's the thing where we do our children and grandkids and they, we do their blood and send it off. How come I can't think of that right now? Trial net. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. My kids, my kids just did that. Oh, you haven't heard back yet. Uh, uh-uh. no. Did they, did they come to you about that? Or is that something you asked them to do? I asked them to do it. My, my, one of my granddaughters is like me. Our personalities are different, but she is just me through and through and through. And I really wanted her tested, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to single her out because she's old enough to know that, you know? Yeah. So, so they all did it. My son and his, his kids. Oh, I see. Kind of made it feel like we're all doing this. It's not just because of mm-hmm. we're worried about you. Right. Yeah. 
It's interesting. Well, I, I hope you get good news back, but I think it's a great, I think it's a great thing to do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Uh, Robin, I appreciate you doing this very much. Um, if you don't have anything else, um, I'm good. But if we miss something, please tell me now. I'm looking at my list. I think I'm good. I like that you made a list. Well, I had to do a timeline because I wasn't going to remember all that off the cuff. (laughs) (laughs) You did not strike me as a list person. When you said you had things written down, I was like, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) So (laughs) I appreciate you putting in the effort. Uh, Would you hold on for me for a moment? Sure. Cool. All right. A huge thanks to Robin for coming on the show and sharing her story with me. I cannot believe you can freeze-dry Skittles. Arden started using a contour meter because of its accuracy, but she continues to use it because it's durable and trustworthy. If you have diabetes, you want the Contour Next Gen Blood Glucose Meter. There's already so many decisions. Let me take this one off your plate. Contournext.com slash juicebox. A huge thanks to a longtime sponsor, Touched by Type 1. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at touchedbytype1.org. If you're looking to support an organization that's supporting people with type 1 diabetes, check out Touched by Type 1. If you're looking for community around type 1 diabetes, check out the Juicebox Podcast private Facebook group, Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes. But everybody is welcome. Type 1, type 2, gestational, loved ones, it doesn't matter to me. If you're impacted by diabetes and you're looking for support, comfort, or community, check out Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes on Facebook. If you're not already subscribed or following in your favorite audio app, please take the time now to do that. It really helps the show. And get those automatic downloads set up so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast.